Cats, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday afternoon. We have made it. Congratulations, self high fives all the way around. It is Friday, and you know what that means. I am wearing red, R-E-D, Remember Everyone Deployed, started by a couple of Marine moms a few years back. We just asked you to wear, uh, it could be a shirt, a hat, uh, socks. Uh, I've got a red sweater on and a red bracelet from a pal, Emily Morrissey, down there at emilysbracelets.com. And, uh, of course, because it's Friday, got to wear my uh, Peppa Pig hat, because nothing says Friday like a little dose of Peppa Pig. Now... Uh, we'll be chatting with my old buddy, Dr. Dave Bratt, in uh, about a half an hour. More nonsensical, pseudo-economic news coming out. And just when you thought that the Democrats and the General Assembly could not possibly get any less responsible, could not get any crazier, uh, they have now voted to protect fentanyl dealers it's outrageous uh i i I always feel sorry uh because we've got brilliant people there trying to do the right thing Uh, lieutenant governor winsome earl sears happens to be one of them and uh, i I know that she is battling for things that are right but but she has to oversee some of this nonsense and she's with us uh madam lieutenant governor good afternoon good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners wait a minute um have i spoken to you since the new year began no, no, well, no. Happy New Year. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, uh, and a Happy New Year to you. But boy, you are uh, you are right in the midst of some craziness up there. What the heck is going on? Let me tell you. If uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around it as well, we had a similar bill come through last year from the governor, wanting to ensure that if. You're a dealer of fentanyl, and you cause somebody to die as a result of the pills bought from you, then you're going to prison. Well, they killed it last year, and, you know, we campaigned on this, and we told folks, listen, if you want change, you've got to vote for change. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, we didn't get the results we wanted in the election, and here we are. We put forward this bill again, and uh, surprise, surprise, we thought, you know, well, maybe the Democrats will just realize you've got to put people in prison if they help to murder somebody. But no, no, you know what they want to do? They want to be, uh, well, um, well, but you, you can't, you know, and they're wringing their hands, and, and you can't, and, and, and maybe they didn't really mean to, and, and maybe, you know, they need more help, these dealers, and no. We need to throw the book at them. They need to go to jail. It, the way that the Democrats are acting, we might as just well, well empty the prisons, you know, and only maybe murderers will stay. But wait, wait, Jeff, isn't that what they're doing in New York? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh, indeed. We're, we're seeing yeah. this nonsense up there. Look, you get to speak with some of these folks off camera, off mic. I, I just don't understand. How, how can anyone, regardless of your political affiliation, how can anyone look at this and say, say just out of uh, earshot of others, oh, yeah, yeah, we're on the side of fentanyl deals. It makes no flipping sense. It makes no sense. They have no real argument. If you deal drugs, you should go to jail. If you deal uh, drugs that kill people, you should go to jail. We, 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 you know, we, we, this, this, we're so nice and, and we're so nice and nice again and, you know, no bail, this, no, 
you need to go to jail. If you've got another problem, we'll take care of that while mm-hmm. you are in jail. That's right. <laughs> well, look, it makes perfect sense to me. It makes perfect sense to you. I uh, got killed in committee as I... Uh, as- understand it explain to everybody this whole committee process well what, what does that really honestly mean it's it's a farce because there's not any proportional um representation on committees there are certain committees where you've got 12 democrats to four or five republicans and that's not the way this the senate is in fact most people aren't remembering that the, the Republicans picked up a seat in the Senate. We were down two. Now we're down one. And, you know, we just need one more. And then, you know, I'll be the tie-breaking vote. Right. Unless we have a, a Democrat who decides that they're going to vote for sensible legislation. And that would give me a tie vote uh, right away mm-hmm. without having to, you know, gain any more seats. But no, that would be asking too much that we have some common sense come through. Let me tell you what else they killed. Okay. We had the Education Excellence for All bill. It was um, a bill I sponsored, SB 33, the Senate bill carried by Sem- Senator Emily Jordan. Didn't uh, move forward from the Senate uh, Education Subcommittee on a party line vote. Surprise, surprise. You know what I heard? I heard that one of the justifications to not vote for this bill was because, well, public schools desperately need funding. You know what I didn't hear? I didn't hear that the child desperately needs a good education. I didn't hear that the parents desperately need an opportunity to find a school that fits their child. I didn't hear that the parents desperately need um, support in finding better ways for their children not to fail. You see, here's the thing, Jeff. The people on these committees and the people who don't support parents making the decision on where to send their children to school, they already have their education. I already have my education. But these people are denying funding for parents to choose their children's school. And so they're saying, really, so you want to send your child to a different school, a private school maybe? <laughs> I don't think so. Goldfish. Imagine that. Wow. No, I, I, I'll keep bringing this bill. I'll keep bringing it, and I thank Senator Jordan for being bold and brave to do so. Uh, it is it is appalling and shocking. And again, this is about an opportunity. I remind everybody that uh, our esteemed Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears is joining us. She provides over the uh, uh, the state Senate and, and the whole committee structure, as you explained. I mean, this is outrageous to think that uh, the minority, only down by one, is barely represented on some of these committees. I, I sit back. I don't know yeah. the inner workings, and most don't. But you would think, oh, okay, it's kind of almost 50-50 because that's the way the Senate is, but by God, that's not the case. Uh, no, and you know, the, these things, you, you've heard the saying, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you're not going to have power forever. That's and right. these are some of the reasons why we need to find ways to get along, because surely it's going to be your turn at some point. Right. And we're going to remember how things were. So uh, I, I think it behooves Uh, the Democrats to share the power. We're only down by one seat. They're only 
up by one seat. Share. We're all one Virginia. You know, we're not going to agree on everything, but certainly let's find ways to get along. And I tell you, this is what the Democrats do all the time. They stick together. They say we have the power and we're going to run with it. Uh, you know, not so much with us as Democrats, uh, as Republicans. We try to do things differently, and it keeps biting us. So. It does. Well, that you know that that may be the thing. Perhaps we're too polite and too kind and too professional and all the rest of that. But what else is swirling around there in the in, in the legislative mix? Well, uh, this part I love especially because. Uh, You know, I love education, and with education comes business, because Mm -hmm. businesses are not going to relocate or stay in an area where the population is not educated. And so now that we're talking about education, here comes the business side. And, you know, we've been losing, as you know, prior to our election, uh, businesses to other states, Florida, North Carolina, Tennessee, et cetera, et cetera, Texas, Georgia. And part of the issue was we didn't have uh, what we call business-ready sites that, uh, that you know, we've got the infrastructure laid, we've got the, the dirt tilled, we've got all of that, the, the stuff ready. All you have to do is come and build. So the governor has put in $150 million in the budget. Let's hope it survives mm-hmm. in both uh, 25 and year 26, uh, 2026 and okay. some other years so that, businesses no come and build it's it's the difference between do you have time to buy a fixer upper or do you have no time so you need to buy a house and just move right in when it's already done you see so that's what we're fighting with other states um we're also having money for child care i think you know everybody can agree on that one people are missing from uh the workforce and part of that is child care so we want to continue to provide for child care so that we can have people who want to work, that they're able to work, they're able to provide for their families, etc. cetera. Um, There's some other things, you know, mental health is a big deal for me as well. $365 million, um, $316 um, yeah, million over the next two years, a part of the budget. Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've got a lot of money still, and this is after we fully funded uh, the rainy day fund. This is after yep. we gave uh, educators, well, particular teachers, in, uh, in particular, a 12 percent um, raise over yes. the two years that we were in office. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done so much. We we funded education at levels that were unheard of historically. Yes. So you know, um, it's it's time for us to well move along. Get some other things done. And, you know, but I love coming in the session. You know, I, I, I do I know because. You do. I know. Yeah, you do. yeah. You look, listen, you're, you're a Marine. You're a, you're, you're a tough woman. I'm just telling you, there's some of us that look at some of the shenanigans and some of the nonsense and the petty stuff. And, uh, my, my God, my hair hurts just looking at that. Let me ask you about one thing, and I want to remind everybody, the uh, the wonderful Lieutenant Governor of our b- beloved uh, Commonwealth, Winsome Sears, is joining us. There is one thing, as you know, I have a severely disabled daughter, and so I, I, I look at these so-called waivers, the DD waivers, and people are on waiting lists, and people think we're exaggerating. It's not. People will literally die before they get off the, the waiting list. The governor and you have come forward and said, we've got what, about $300 million. We will fund every one of those waivers. Now, to me, that should be 
no questions asked, right? Shouldn't that be bipartisan the whole way and get it to the governor's desk? Well, let's hope so. Uh, you know, you don't know what yeah. what will happen later on. I mean, this is not going. The budget isn't going to come up for a little time, mm-hmm. and and you never know what deals are going to be made. You know, well, I'll give you this if you give me that. You know, yeah. there there is that part of the the deal making, and yeah. and so we'll see what survives. It could be it survives intact with that very same amount, or it could be lowered, or it could be higher. But it's absolutely past time. We heard during our campaigns that, you you know, um, those who have disabilities have the needs and the families especially also suffer. And and it's just time for us to to make whole those who have these needs. And so... I'm sorry to hear about your do- your daughter, and um, we're trying to do the very best. So let's hope. Let's yeah. hope that it survives untouched. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that is, uh, that's the fervent prayer for many of us that uh, have uh, special needs family members, that finally Virginia uh, will not be, I hate to say it, but will not be the laughingstock when you talk with uh, parents and service providers in other states. They've never even heard of this so-called waiver thing. They just don't know. that things are just uh, handled. But... What about the vehicles, Madam Lieutenant Governor? This this was something that uh, it just struck all of us as, as crazy that the Democrats said, oh, uh, we're going to let this unelected board in California determine what sort of vehicles Virginians are going to be allowed to buy. Is that still in place? Are we going to be able to overturn that? Oh, yes. No, no, don't, no, never fear. Never fear. They did exactly what they said they would do. They've continued. And, and, and get this, Jeff, this is after... We discovered that all those Teslas, et cetera, were frozen in Chicago. <laughs> right, right. Unable right. to move. And yep. and up in Maine, remember, they postponed the vote uh, yeah. for, you know, all those vehicles yeah. uh, because there was a, wait for it, there was a snowstorm coming. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, you, you just can't wrap your head around this. But get this. In California, Governor Newsom, when he was lieutenant governor, he said, big talk, that he was going to close their nuclear facilities, that he was going to close, and that's Diablo. Um, uh, What a name, by the way. And he was going to close, yes, and he was going to close the Aliso um, methane plant, which, by the way, experienced the worst methane gas leak in history. You know what he didn't do when he became governor? He didn't shut not a one of those plants down. Why? Because according to Politico, he didn't want to be saddled with rolling blackouts. He didn't want to be known as the governor who couldn't provide energy. He kept those plants going. And here we in Virginia are having to live under an energy policy that defies common sense. So, there it is. He's there doing is. one thing, and we're forced to do something different. I, I tell you, you know, I'm scratching my head. Yeah. You should know, by the way. I want to share this with you. Maybe you can mention it to some of the uh, the folks up there uh, at the General Assembly who think this whole EV thing is a great idea. You know, my, my oldest boy is a student. He's out at Stanford. Uh, he's young. He's on the wrong side of things politically. But even he is saying to me, uh, you know, a lot of my friends have those Teslas, but uh, every uh, every couple of weeks there's somebody on the TV or the radio saying, oh, don't plug your EV in tonight because we don't have enough power. And it's like, oh, my God. You see? 
go go buy a horse and a buggy, I guess. This is it. Yeah. I'm telling you, Jeff, none of this makes any sense. Uh, what you know, and by the way, I don't know if you saw the report that Hertz is getting rid yeah. of its uh, its its Teslas and all yes. those other vehicles of that yes. ilk because yep. number one, nobody wants to drive them and number two, they're very hard and costly to to repair and it just doesn't make any sense for their bottom line and this was after they got tom brady Mm -hmm. to push for it and and you know tell everybody hey this is what we're doing 100 percent." and well no uh hold on wait a minute um (laughs) let's slow down here yeah Yeah, that's exactly right it's exactly i'm out of breath jeff oh my gosh it's just some some nuttiness up there well listen uh number one uh i always am so grateful to you for making uh some time for us we love having you here we love what you're doing uh as lieutenant governor and uh we'll certainly uh revisit some of this stuff as it uh, continues to break in the general assembly anything else that you would like people to uh to be aware of and remind them about your role as lieutenant governor maybe get your website out there well, yes, they can go to winsomesears.com or um, Lieutenant Governor you know, of Virginia, that website. Right. And, okay. and don't forget, sign on to my, my Twitter feed and all the other social media accounts so, yes. because, you know, we put a rolling update on there and videos for you to see what's going on. But more than that, come and visit your Senate. Come and visit your House of Delegates. Come. This is your government. You know, we don't want to be here in a vacuum not hearing from you. We're hearing from everybody else, but, you know, the man on the street who goes to work every day, take a little bit of time and come see us. Come and let your voices be heard. Let us know who you are, because this is your government. This is your, it doesn't belong to us, and that's why when I I welcome folks to the Senate, I say, welcome to your Senate. This Senate belongs to you. You put us here. Let do, us not forget that. Do people need to reserve tickets or anything if they want to go to the Senate or the House of Delegates when they're in session? No, no, just come. Okay. Just come. Because okay. what happens is if we have uh, too big of a group, then um, they'll just rotate people through so gotcha. that everybody gets a bit of a taste of okay. what their senators look like, what other people's senators <laughs> look like, what I look like. You know, they hear some arguments. And by the way, you can go online and, and watch us real in real time. Or you can watch the video later on if you can't go to sleep. You know, it'll keep you up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we love you. I'm, I'm going to make it a point. i, I got to come down during this session. I'd like to, uh, to be there just to watch it up close and personal. So we'll... Uh wonderful we'll put that together again i thank you for being here i really from the bottom of my heart thank you for everything you're doing as our lieutenant governor i know it's not easy but uh you're you're just doing amazing work up there you and governor yunkin and uh, we do appreciate it i i hope people tell you that yes yes uh well you know sometimes we hear something uh, to the other effect but you know this is public life right if you can't take the heat then get out of the kitchen that's this is you know so you got to know what you're doing and we love to serve so thank you all thank you god bless you all oh god bless you that is uh lieutenant governor winsome earl sears she's a fine woman brilliant lady hard worker dedicated just uh tough as nails i mean that in the nicest possible way uh and she presides over our state senate and despite the breakdown of those committees you've heard about these crazy things you know there are 30 democrats and one republic there's one seat 
that uh, is is the majority. That's it. It's it's a one seat majority. So the composition of the committees is completely and totally out of whack. But uh, hopefully, at some point, we'll be able to pick up that other seat. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA.